This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. A woman escaped serious injury last Friday morning after driving off East Bacon Street in Plainville and crashing into a house, heavily damaging the dwelling. According to Plainville Fire Chief Justin Alexander, the victim, whose name and age were not available, was taken to Sturdy Memorial Hospital with minor injuries. Alexander said that the woman was driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee, which struck a utility pole and a tree before hitting the house and then landing on top of a gas main, which complicated the recovery efforts. A large tow truck was called to the scene to lift the vehicle off the gas main to avoid further damage to the utility. The Plainville Building Commissioner said the house, which was for sale and occupied at the time of the accident, was declared unsafe. The cause of the accident is still under investigation by the Plainville Police Department. In hopes of attracting more developers to Route 1, the Foxborough Planning Board is proposing amendments to the stricter zoning bylaws in the area. According to Planning Director Paige Duncan, the Planning Board hasn't received a single application to develop in the area in the last 20 years since the bylaws were last revised. While Duncan wasn't present when the zoning laws were written 20 years ago, she said the board had been trying to avoid developments like car dealerships and malls, favoring more campus-style business offices. Duncan said, We are trying to bring the bylaws into the 21st century. Currently, amendments restrict the square footage, that can be used for retail and a building to 25%. Parking restrictions and lot frontage, which is now 300 feet and should be 100 feet. While many believe the bylaw changes would favor the craft group, Duncan said the proposal would level the playing field for many landowners on Route 1. Foxborough residents will vote on the amendments at the May 14th town meeting. Foxborough Patrolman Stephen McGrath and Detective Patrick Hoffman returned from Haiti on March 29th. The two officers were part of an international exchange program headed by Foxborough Police Chief William Baker. The two officers had a busy schedule in Haiti, which included meetings at the U.S. Embassy, Haitian National Police Headquarters, and the local police academy. Baker, who has served in a number of state and national law enforcement roles, said the exchange program will provide officers a greater understanding of diverse individuals and cultures within their own community. The Foxborough Regional Charter School includes a large number of students with Haitian backgrounds. According to Charter School Administrators, Of the 1,465 students enrolled at the school, 266 speak Haitian Creole. 
Baker continued saying such experiences could help produce a generation of police officers who experienced the world beyond the borders of Foxborough and help them bolster relationships within the community. Boston MedFlight has now begun operations from Mansfield Airport. Mansfield Airport manager Bob Wells said the air rescue operation is currently operating from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., but may expand in the future. MedFlight, which now has a helicopter based at the Mansfield Airport, recently expanded its operations to better serve southeastern Massachusetts. MedFlight is a nonprofit critical care service that has other bases at airports in Bedford, Plymouth, and Lawrence. The town of Rentham is losing its third key department head within months as Fire Chief James McMorrow has announced his retirement. McMorrow recently informed the Rentham Board of Selectmen that he has filed for retirement with plans to officially retire at the end of this fiscal year on June 30th. McMorrow has been with the department for 38 years, becoming deputy chief in 1994 and then becoming chief in late 2010. McMorrow's planned departure follows former Rentham Police Chief James Anderson, who retired in December, and Building Commissioner Nicholas Riccio, who vacated his position in early January to become the Building Commissioner in Foxborough, replacing the now-retired William Caspera. A start date for commuter rail service in Foxborough. That story coming up next. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. I'm realizing that I... I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. When a pilot program extending MBTA commuter rail service to Gillette Stadium won approval last year, town officials and regional planners immediately shifted to how they keep the service long-term. Trains are expected to start running out of Gillette in May of 2019 for a planned 11-month trial period. Foxborough Town Planning Director Paige Duncan spoke at a regional planning forum last Wednesday, saying to ensure rail service continues beyond the pilot program, we need to show that trains are a viable commuter option and people actually use them. The Foxborough service already has at least one asset, parking spaces. 
A total of 500 commuter rail spaces would be available at the stadium, attracting current train riders who are now having trouble finding parking at MBTA stations in Sharon, Walpole, and Mansfield. However, Duncan warned that the ease of parking could be offset by the relatively small number of train departures during the trial period. Commuter rail service out of Foxborough is scheduled to kick off on May 20th of 2019, with eight weekday trains on the MBTA's Fairmount line and one trip on the Franklin line. And finally... Plymouth Plantation in Plymouth, which recreates daily life around the time the Pilgrims first landed on New England's shores in 1620, has reopened for the season, but with no end in sight of a year-long labor impasse. Since the museum closed for the winter after Thanksgiving, management has withdrawn its recognition of a union that represents actors and other workers who depict America's first settlers, or at least the costume players that depict them, in the popular Living History Museum. Federal labor regulators have become involved, and the largest teachers' union in the state has asked its members to reconsider field trips to the venue, which typically draws about 300,000 visitors per year. The dispute comes as the museum prepares for 2020 when it will mark the 400th anniversary of the Pilgrims' arrival. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.